0: And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes. Box.com here. And the U.S. recovers $2.3 million in Bitcoin paid in the Colonial Pipeline ransom. And so this article is by CNBC. So the key points to this whole situation is that US law enforcement officials said Monday they were able to recover $2.3 million in Bitcoin paid in the colonial pipeline ransom. Ransomware attacks involve malware that encrypts files on a device or network that results in the system becoming inoperable, and criminals behind these types of cyber attacks typically demand a ransom in exchange for the release of data. So let's get into the story. So U.S. law enforcement officials said Monday they were able to recover $2.3 million in Bitcoin paid to a criminal cyber group involved in the crippling ransomware attack on the Colonial Pipeline. Today, we turn the tables on dark side, Lisa Monaco, Department of Justice Deputy Attorney General, said during a press briefing, adding that the money was seized via a court order alongside... Monaco FBI Deputy Director Paul Abbott explained that agents were able to identify a virtual currency wallet that the Darkside hackers used to collect payment from Colonial Pipeline. Using law enforcement authority, victim funds were seized from that wallet, preventing Darkside actors from using them, Abbott said the FBI declined to say precisely how it accessed the Bitcoin wallet, citing the need to protect tradecraft. See, that's something that I find pretty interesting. It's like, how did they access the wallet? Because accessing the wallet is not an easy thing to do. Okay, so Assistant Special Agent in Charge, Elvis Chan, told reporters that even foreign-based cyber criminals like Darkseid typically use American infrastructure at some point in the course of a crime. When they do, it gives the FBI a legal window to recover the funds. DarkSide operates as a ransomware as a service business model, which means its hackers develop and market ransomware hacking tools and sell them to other criminal affiliates who then carry out the attacks. So what you could kind of understand from basically the one person's comments, the... Elvis Chan, you know, Elvis, right? Is that for the most part, what most likely probably happened in this situation is that this criminal organization, Dark Side, probably had to transfer their money to a U.S. bank or U.S. business that basically, you know, allowed them to turn it into like fiat currency. And in doing so, they were able to track it and then also take control over it so for example they probably had like you know the 2.3 million in bitcoin tried to transfer that through a bank to then transfer that into you know a different currency in a different country and they were able to nab the bank and be like hey no you guys are not transferring the money out of that bank you guys are holding on to it and we're going to take it so that's probably what probably happened is that you know dark was probably foolish and ended up putting that money into, like, a U.S. company, like a U.S. bank, right? So if that's the case, that's pretty foolish of them. But either way, it's good to see that, you know, these hackers were, you know, basically failing at the whole thing. So it is still unclear who DarkSide's affiliates were in the Colonial Pipeline attack. Last month, the launched a sweeping ransomware assault on the Colonial Pipeline and the cyber attack forced the company to shut down approximately 5,500 miles of American fuel pipeline, leading to a disruption of nearly half of the East Coast fuel supply and causing gasoline shortages on the Southeast. So ransomware attacks involve malware that encrypts files on a device or network that results in the system becoming inoperable. Criminals behind these types of cyber attacks typically demand a ransom in exchange for the release of data, and the Colonial Pipeline paid nearly $5 million of ransom to the hackers. And it was not immediately clear when the transaction took place, but the Colonial Pipeline president basically said, like, oh yeah, we basically immediately paid them off. So the FBI has previously warned victims of ransomware attacks that paying a ransom could encourage further malicious activity. Completely agree with that. The government has stopped short of moving to ban ransomware payments altogether out of concern that it would have little impact on whether or not companies pay ransoms and simply discourage them from reporting attacks. The public announcement was part of a broader effort to counter the private sector's long-standing reluctance to publicly report cyber attacks and involve the government in its responses. The message here today is that if you report the attack, we will bring all of our tools to bear to go after these criminal networks, Monaco said. Officials stressed the advantages to be gained by companies that report cyber breaches quickly to the FBI. Victim reporting not only can give us the information we need to have an immediate real-world impact on the actors, it can also prevent future harm from occurring, Abate said. The private sector also has an equally important role to play, and we must continue to take cyber threats seriously and invest accordingly to harden our defenses, Colonial Pipeline CEO Joseph Blount said in a statement Monday evening. As our investigation into this event continues, Colonia will continue its transparency, ensuring intelligence and in learnings with the FBI and other federal agencies," he said. So after the attack by DarkSide, President Joe Biden told reporters that the U.S. did not currently have intelligence linking the group's ransomware attack to the Russian government, although the assault is believed to have originated from a criminal organization in Russia. So far, there is no evidence from our intelligence people that Russia is involved. Although there is evidence that the actor's ransomware is in Russia, they have some responsibility to deal with this, Biden said on May 10th. He added that he would discuss this situation with Russian President Vladimir Putin. And the two leaders are slated to meet in Geneva on June 16th, which is uh, pretty close, you know? So the Kremlin has denied that it launched cyber attacks against the United States, and the president's message will be that responsible states do not harbor ransomware criminals. And responsible countries must take decisive action against these ransomware networks. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki told reporters in advance of the summit. The Biden administration is also putting pressure on the private sector to shore up its defenses against ransomware. And all organizations must recognize that no company is safe from being targeted by ransomware regardless of size or location, wrote Anne Neuberger, Deputy National Security Advisor for Cyber and Emerging Technology in a June 2nd. Memo: To understand your risk, business executives should immediately convene their leadership teams to discuss the ransomware threat and review corporate security posture and business continuity plans to ensure you have the ability to continue or quickly restore operations, she added. And at the same time, the White House is grappling with how to modernize cybersecurity protocols and banking laws to respond to cryptocurrency and its growing role in financial crimes from ransomware to corruption. The prevalence of cryptocurrency in crimes, like ransomware attacks, have also drawn the attention of lawmakers on Capitol Hill. We have a lot of cash requirements in our country, but we haven't figured out in the country or in the world how to trace cryptocurrency. Missouri GOP Senator Roy Blunt said Sunday on the NBC program Meet the Press. You can't trace the ransomware, the ransom payment of choice now, and we've got to do a better job here, he added. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think the whole uh, Colonial Pipeline thing is honestly just like a failure in cybersecurity of a massive company, right? And the thing is, you know, I still wonder exactly how did they actually get into the Colonial Pipeline ransom? Like, did they just toss, like, a USB in there? Did they hack someone's, like, social media accounts? Did they send someone, like, a text and then, like, infect their phone and then basically get passwords and then get inside and shut things down. I, I find it very interesting to see if that's ever going to be released as to how this specific uh, criminal group actually ended up doing something. But either way, it's pretty crazy when you really think about it. And I think it's a good thing that the U.S. was able to recover the money that was paid in ransom, at least part of it. The only thing is, I don't know how people in the cryptocurrency space views this situation because, you know, this is like a bad story for cryptocurrency in general because, you know, a lot of people really like cryptocurrency and they really don't like that there's a lot of crimes being done through the use of cryptocurrency. But what something that you could actually take from this is that, okay, even though there might be crimes being done with cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, at some point, these criminals have to basically put their money into fiat currency, no matter what, to actually really be able to utilize it to a worthwhile extent, right? They can't just keep it purely in cryptocurrency and actually truly operate or truly enjoy whatever they actually end up taking. So that's one way to think about it where, okay, you know, they might have stolen this money from like in cryptocurrency, but they still had to rely on fiat money to really try to enjoy it or something so that's one way to view it and that should kind of like give you a better outlook on the us dollar that they would have to rely on transferring that to probably a united states financial institution to actually utilize the money but at the same time it's really all about how you view the situation but it's pretty crazy when you really think about it feel free to give your thoughts